Well, happy Friday to all. It is another weekend, and it is also another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. Thanks for hanging out. It's Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And uh, you may notice if you're listening to this podcast on any of your devices or on the computer uh, that the title of this show is Life with Riley. And you may be wondering what that's about. Um, and I'll get more into detail about that, but I will leave you hanging for just a second while Adam gives us the quote of the day. The adoption took time. The love arrived instantly. And that's actually from an unknown writer. All right. Well, th- the reason that this episode is called Life with Riley is about a year ago, uh, Adam and I had the privilege of having two of my friends, uh, Dave and Laurel Dykema into the studio to talk about their adoption journey. And at that point, um, they were still raising money for their adoption, had no uh, idea who their baby would be or where their baby would come from. But a few weeks ago, that changed when they welcomed their baby, Riley, into their home. And um, I may be able to get a picture of Riley for the blog post. We'll see if we can work that out. But I'm very excited to report that they are over the moon excited to have Riley with them. And I actually told them as part of this interview that one of the cool things is that he actually looks like he could be their biological son. Oh, wow. So it's kind of cool. But I bring I go I come back to this because um as you know the the sanctity of human life and issues related to it are very important to the Speaking for Him podcast. It's one of the reasons that we exist is so we can speak to this these important issues. And so to give Dave and Laurel Dave and Laurel a platform where they can share their story and so that you can see that um adoption is a loving option, um I I can couldn't be more excited to be here to share with you another interview. Now Due to scheduling, they were unable to join us in the studio, so I pre-recorded this interview that we're about to listen to, Um, but we'll roll the interview and then we'll come back and get some thoughts from myself as well as my co-host, Adam. So let's roll that interview, Adam. All right, well, it is my privilege to once again um, be on location for an interview. This time, I'm recording um, from my home studio. And I'm very grateful um, that um, Dave and Laura um, Laurel Dykema have taken time once again to speak with me. If you remember, um, a little over a year ago, they were on talking about their adoption journey. And now um, they have um, their baby. And we will get into um, some of the details of that. But first of all, guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you. All right. Um, well... Can you kind of give us um, a brief um, timeline of some of the the stuff that happened after you were on the show last? Yeah, well, um, wow, over a year ago, a lot has happened. Um, We finished our fundraising over the last year, um, a lot of generous donations, and we also did some fundraisers, and those turned out great. And uh, we also were placed on a waiting list last summer. And that means that we were done with the paperwork process and the interviews and everything with our adoption agency. So um, at that point, we were placed on a waiting list to see um, when we would be picked to um, parent a baby. So um, we put together a 
Um, alright, so, um, can you tell me, uh, first of all, Dave, and then, uh, Laurel, just tell me, uh, what it was like to get that call that you were finally getting your son. between that time and the day you actually brought him home? adoptions who've had that experience on a grander scale so I can kind of get a, I can kind of get a little picture of what you're talking about um, just because I can't imagine you know making a, a long trip or even a short trip um, to see your child and then have to, to leave him even for a few days um, but how is he doing how is he adjusting to your home being with the foster family he was with, he 
I'm sure I'm sure you would. Um what what are some of the other um big changes that are that are kind of different? Maybe is there anything that you didn't expect going into this? specifically pray for you as you continue um, the beginning of this, this process of being adoptive parents? Well, for me, I know definitely the biggest thing that has helped me is our church family and the prayer from friends like you and from everybody on the podcast just praying. And it, it is, I guess my biggest prayer is to just help. I know I can speak for the world her as a mother and me as a father as we raise Riley to instill the values of the Christian faith the best we can. Obviously, right now, our main goal is just to keep Riley uh, well-fed and well-slept, but uh, very soon, before we know it, people tell me that he'll be asking questions and growing up, and we just we just ask for prayers that we can be strong Christian parents. And in this day and age where things are kind of scary out there for, for Christian faith and people and ideas, and we just want to, myself personally, want to be a, a strong father in that regard. I couldn't have said that better myself. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely pray along those lines. Um, uh, is there any other specific things that um, people can do to help adoptive parents? Maybe it's not so different from other parents, but anything other practical that people can do to help you? exciting things for me when I saw the pictures of Riley was how much he looks like he's your son. Like, he doesn't...
changes and grows and what he's going to be like and what his interests are, and it's a lot of fun. And as you were talking about um, fostering his spiritual development, how cool is it going to be um, to talk to him in the future about his gotcha day and then relate that to the fact that he can be adopted by Jesus? Well, thank you so much for this time. Were you going to say something, Dave? Oh, I was just going to pretty much just uh, follow up the same thing, saying like we're, we're excited to make the adoption process a real illustration for, for Riley, talking about uh, God and Jesus and how we're all adopted through him uh, in, in a bigger, more spiritual way, of course, but it, it's definitely an illustration that will, that will hold true. And I'm sure you're very thankful for Riley's birth mom who made the decision to choose life. And um, so for anyone out there that may be contemplating what to do in a crisis pregnancy situation, I just want to encourage you. There are many other couples out there like Dave and Laurel who are waiting for their baby. And maybe your baby can be that baby for them. So please, um, if you need help in this um, situation, you can go to rtl.org, which is the Michigan Right to Life website, and they can help you with any of those decisions that you need to make. But life is definitely the best decision that you could make for your unborn child. Absolutely. So, well, thank you very much, guys, for um, allowing me to take this time to interview you and giving us a follow-up. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, it was great to catch up. Have a great day. All right, and there you have our latest interview with Dave and Laurel. And depending on the roads that this podcast takes, we may uh, follow up with them again from time to time just to see how things are going. But at this point, thank you, Dave and Laurel, for taking the time to share with us. And again, this to me is where the rubber meets the road in the uh, pro-life movement because a lot of times uh, pro-abortion people will call us pro-birth but not really pro-life because mm-hmm. they, they claim that we don't care about the baby once it's born. Um, but that's not true. And, the, you know, the older I get, uh, the more I I find it likely that I could end up in a blended family situation where I'm raising someone else's kids. And I would be very w- open to doing that. Um, and I'd also be open to adoption as much as I desire my own biological children because I know that there are a lot of kids out there that need homes. And they need solid examples and, and a solid foundation from which to grow. And so if I'm thankful for what I have received in the foundation of my home, then I need to be open to the possibility of extending that same courtesy to someone else who is less fortunate. So... With that being said, um, we're about to wrap up our show, but Adam, do you have any thoughts on the interview and what we've talked about today? I am so glad we got to catch up with them. Like you said, we had them on the podcast like a year ago, Andrew, and then I have been friends with uh, Laurel on Facebook. So I've been getting updates as the process has gone along. I've been able to pray and, and see what they're asking for prayer for. And it's just been so cool. Like Even though they were talking about going through the adoption process themselves, you kind of feel like you were riding along with them in a way. To see how the story unfolded. So um, I've loved seeing how God has been faithful to them. Because I know they were praying like so hard for this. 
and clearly the door's been answered. It's been open. And now to see from here as as the little guy grows and to see how that story unfolds too, um, it's awesome. It's Adoption is just as beautiful as an actual birth. Well, and we here at Speaking for Him are, are very clearly and very vocally Team Riley. We're very excited for Dave and Laurel and Riley. And, you know, who knows, maybe even more children down the road. Um, but whatever God leads them to do, I know that they will be seeking him first. And that's what's so exciting about Dave and Laurel is to hear their story and their passion for the Lord. And for them, that means taking in a child that that be, that is here because his mother chose life and then chose adoption when she realized she couldn't take care of him. So that, that's something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And that's something we need to be praying for as we're moving um, through uh, these difficult waters. Um, because it is a situation that many people find themselves in. As I said on the recording, if you need help, you can get resources and, and referral help from um, www.rtl.org. And kind of as a side note that's not directly related, a lot of people um, talk about how healthcare services um, would be taken away if we defunded Planned Parenthood. Uh, as a nation, and I just want to throw here as, as a tag on the end, that there are so many um, pro-life, uh, uh, life-affirming health health centers uh, that offer m- most of the same uh, health uh, procedures and health help that do Planned Parenthood without the threat of abortion. Yeah, uh, because their focus is on life. So just keep that in mind as you're dealing with people about this crucial issue. Um, and also keep in mind that Right to Life of Michigan and organizations like it, they exist without tax funding uh, because tax because states do not want to fund organizations that are pro-life. That's just the facts. So they need donations from you and I and, and support from you and I to make them work. So just make sure that you keep that in mind as well. We'll have a link to the website, uh, RTL. Dot org and also I believe we'll throw a link up there um, for Bethany Christian Services because I'm fairly certain if we go back to the last interview we'll find that that's where uh, Dave and Laurel got their adoption done through and I will confirm that before uh, sticking the link on there uh, but I'm fairly certain that that's the case so we will make sure that those links are available for you um, and I think that's all we're going to say this week. Um, but just um, continue uh, listening and continue praying for us. Um, we don't know exactly what is around the bend for the Speaking for Him podcast, but we are um, excited to see God moving and working, and we hope to be able to move forward into the future um, with the confidence that God is still allowing us to minister through this door. So thank you for listening every week. Make sure you tell your friends and family about it. Make sure you contact us with any feedback you have with the contact information that's about to roll. And with that, I'll say, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 